Hi guys, welcome to From My Lens. Today's podcast is called The Digital Future, and I have a special guest who will share her expertise. Shrata Gupta is a design enthusiast and an end-to-end product designer currently based in Toronto, Canada. She is curious right brain with a high level of empathy in everything she does. With her background in fashion design and a master's in journalism, she was lived studied, worked in five different countries, having an acute understanding of global culture, people, lifestyle trends, and human interaction with various facets of design. From 2017 to 2019, she was a design faculty in a top design university in India which not only helped her become a better speaker and a motivator, but also gave her the opportunity to open her mind to an entirely different generation of thoughts, new ideas, and aspirations. Welcome to From My Lens, Shraddha. Hi guys, I'm really excited to be here. And yes, I'm Shraddha Gupta and let's get started. All right, thank you. So. Just to start off with um, the digital future, now, how are you doing, uh, first of all, with the current situation and what are you doing during this lockdown to be more productive? Uh, So I'm currently in Toronto, Canada, Mm -hmm. and I moved very recently in November 2019, and uh, the whole COVID-19 thing happened right here at the end of February. So the lockdown, it's been like five months since the lockdown has happened. And yes, most of our work has shifted work from home and hardly people are going out. And Mm -hmm. what I see every day is that mostly, you know, the restaurants were closed, the parks were closed, all our public spaces were closed. And I thought that it was really important at this point to keep a positive headspace. Right. Um, with so much happening around the world and so much happening in terms of like, you know, life situations and so much with climate change and the yes. pandemic in general, uh, I felt that there was a huge need for people to be stronger than ever mm-hmm. and also to, you know, just keep a positive mindset um, and, you know, come their blessings. Yes. So uh, for that, I have been having a healthy, um, at least a basic uh, exercise routine. And more than that, I also thought that I'd use my quarantine time to be a little more productive in terms of a skill building. So I was anyways in the process of looking at design with a different term, you know, as you say, with a different um, career uh, trajectory or a different lens. And then I just realized that why not use this time to do a little course. So very recently, I did a UX UI course. Yes. in design mm-hmm. uh, for three months, which was pretty much throughout my quarantine. And that's what kept me productive most of the time, yes. Awesome. Um, as far as I remember, you used to be um, a design student. I We both went to fashion designing school. Um, uh, I remember you also went to London College of Fashion. Now, from being a fashion design student or even a designer uh, right after that, um, what was your motive in change of career? Walk me through that process. 
um so just to walk you through my career journey was uh, so we both went to school together back in 2005 to 2009 yes. which was back in <laughs> delhi in national institute of fashion technology we both were studying fashion design yes and i know around the fourth year uh, the final semester of our course i realized that i didn't want to make clothes which was uh, very sudden and then i realized um, I wanted to write instead. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I started looking for our master's course, and I applied for a course called Fashion Media and Lifestyle in London College of Fashion. Okay. And I got through two thousand nine and two thousand ten. I was there in London studying fashion media. I came back to India and I joined a magazine and I started working um, with a fashion business magazine for almost five years. and i was working both out of india and bangladesh for the magazine i was doing a lot of trend forecasting runway reports fashion features um photography a lot of styling wow. putting mm-hmm. editorials together right. so it was an exciting job and it was like an exciting learning experience it was a media role in fashion yeah. i was enjoying all of that um uh, now but th- was it something like did you feel was there a lot of pressure because i remember when i had interned for vogue and mary claire i I felt slightly pressurized with the whole uh, glamorous world. How was your experience um handling that? So, uh I was more on the fashion business side of it and I think that came with its own pressures mm-hmm. like um for example, the magazine was a fortnightly magazine and when you work in a magazine, of course you have deadlines and you have deliverables which uh you know you have to keep up to so there's definitely a lot of pressure in the field to perform and to deliver on time mm-hmm. and uh, but at the same time it was exciting we were doing something new every issue we were doing something creating something new right. every time and every time we would look at a fashion show and we would make a trend report or do some sort of trend forecasting it was so exciting to see the future of fashion and yeah. you know to put it all together yeah. so i think it had its pros and cons but mm. at the same time it was a very exciting journey but definitely a lot of pressure as you said amazing and um what so right after bangalore and india just going back and forth there uh when did you how did boston come about because i remember you moving to boston yeah so uh, i worked for the magazine for around 5 years and then in 2014 uh, i got married and i moved to boston with my husband um, where he was working mm-hmm. i was interesting because again it was like moving from india for the first time to the us yes and i obviously was looking for career opportunities there because at that point i thought that that is where i will be for good mm-hmm. and when i started applying for jobs i realized that if you want to be in the states working you also need to have a degree from the states right and the uh, when i started looking at my career options and education options i started looking for masters but then i realized that i've already been to fashion school twice Yeah. Both, yeah, and both were top universities uh back in India and London and yes. I didn't see a reason why I had to study fashion all over again right. after having an experience in it for 7 years. Definitely. Um almost. So I thought that I've been writing for so long so I thought why not do a masters in journalism instead. Mm-hmm. And uh you know strengthen that field uh which I had on my resume but a little more academically. So I started applying for colleges and yes I got through the journalism course in Boston University 
and uh, I enrolled for it. From there, I did a lot of political journalism. I studied business journalism. I, in fact, did a lot of photojournalism there too. So yeah. It was an exciting journey. It was different to study journalism in the states. It was a different set of rules, and it was a different set of ethics. And um, of course, it's a, it's an exciting space to be studying journalism in the states, where you know freedom of press is a part of your constitution. Yes. Um, so. Where uh, did you do your masters? Again. Uh, at Boston University. Oh, nice! Very good. And um, yeah. I also remember just uh, going through your bio. You had also uh, interned for Harvard University. That's incredible. Yeah, so that was an opportunity that came along uh, while I was uh, at Boston University. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a Harvard correspondent position for six months wow. uh, at Harvard. Yeah. Uh, with the Harvard Gazette, and. Uh, yeah it was more like a bu intern working at harvard and uh, i was all around the campus doing features um, around the harvard life covering the harvard campus mm-hmm. and doing stories around the harvard gazette yeah uh, so that was an experience altogether just to experience that kind of university life and to see what harvard is from the inside um, definitely it was a breakthrough point in my career which i still cherish and remember that's that's honestly something definitely to cherish um also you know moving from a different country being an indian girl um how did you adapt to the western culture coming from you know um indian family and when you especially when you moved to boston for the first time like officially yeah i think uh i think our choice of city was uh, really helped because i don't know how it would have been in city for sure yeah but uh, boston being mostly you know um, the town for so many different universities one of the best universities in the states uh, it's definitely very multicultural it's a student town also and there are people from different cultures all studying and you know going through their careers in boston so i think the city made it very easy for me to adapt into the west culture because um, in terms of food in terms of lifestyle boston in itself was a very multicultural place to be in so i didn't see the shift as very um i don't know it, it didn't come as a cultural shock to me yeah uh, in fact it was very very multi uh, multicultural for me yeah uh, and i enjoyed the experience i definitely what i felt was different was the infrastructure uh, as compared to coming from india uh, and living in the states um you know the quality of life and general how the trains work or how the roads work or you know people don't really honk on the roads and yeah little every day it wasn't as chaotic as like somewhere somewhere like india or whatnot yeah, yeah. it wasn't a very uh, chaotic place it had its systems and um yeah the parks were beautiful mm-hmm. things were well maintained yeah uh you know everything has a system and a process in place so yeah. it was it was an easy adaptation i wouldn't uh i wouldn't mind yeah. <laughs> that adaptation at all yeah definitely now um how did you get started with blogging and ux design um and ui and illustration how did you get into the whole digital aspect of of all these design work yeah so just to uh, I don't know for everybody who's listening here just to give you guys a little bit of perspective uh when Gandhi and I went to 
college uh, that was back in 2005 to 2009 right mm-hmm. so most of the fashion that we used to do was pen and paper and done by hand and that time technology was still coming up we hardly had any computers on the campus yes and whatever we had was like almost just laptops trying to figure our basic uh, you know photoshop yeah. then our basic photo draw yeah. uh, in place for a bit very basic printing of a portfolio and digitally the world was still coming up mm-hmm. so my education was back then and i feel that design in general is one field that has that you know really adapts and really changes every two years it's an ever evolving field and the way technology has uh changed it and the way technology has made it just so much faster um i think it is very important for somebody from the design field um to adapt to a digital level because most of the design done today is actually digital and most of the articles that you write for example you're doing it digitally on your laptop you're yeah. blogging which is a digital platform mm-hmm. where you have websites and you have mobile apps for your ventures you cannot just uh, you know like even if you're a fashion store you cannot just rely on just a brick and mortar store and think that your sales will come in like that yeah, absolutely you need to have a mobile app you need to have a blog you need to have a website you need to have some sort of you know engagement you need to have an instagram account a facebook store so the way the world is moving i think generally it is very very digital and for that um adapting is very important and throughout my career of the last 10 years uh, i learned the digital aspects of it uh, as i went along so first i started with blogging which was back in 2012 and that time blogging was still coming up i still remember i used to look up to a blogger known as the satorialist and he was just my favorite and he was doing all yeah. the street photography definitely and- he's he's just <laughs> the the god of uh, all the photographers <laughs> exactly and I, it, whatever he used to do was so aspirational for me yeah. and i thought why not open a blog and and that time i was working in the magazine but i wanted to write about travel and the magazine did not have a travel section mm-hmm. so i just thought that why not open a blog where i can actually uh, write about my travels and it could be like my space to put everything that i want yeah. digitally and start sharing it with the world what's your blog so that's how blogging what's your blog called sorry Uh, the blog is called streettrotter.com. Okay, great. Uh, that's a little tongue twister there. It's s t r e e t t r o t t e r. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, so I started the blog, and uh, what started as a travel blog, it was more like a personal thing. But today, Street Trotter, thankfully, uh, is a travel. uh design and cultural blogzine mm-hmm. and a lot of contributors are there people from all over the world write on it and uh, it's an exciting space which i have continued to curate over time and uh, yes it's been 8 years that i've been doing that that's amazing but along that i have always had a permanent job yes so i also went into illustration and i adapted to the ipad and the i uh, you know uh ipad and applications like procreate and i started illustrating what i whatever i used to do with hand i started doing it on the ipad right because i just realized that that is where the world is moving you mm-hmm. know uh, just making something on paper and scanning it uh was not working anymore because yes. you see everybody you know like 
uh, getting out from who's much younger to you and getting out from design schools and you know with more technology in their hands and uh, more accessibility to all these programs and all these gadgets yeah. so it was really important for me to transform my illustration skills to a digital level as well so i started using the ipad i started do, doing a lot of things on procreate i started doing a lot of things digitally in terms of typography and illustration got it now sorry uh, now procreate so it's called procreate right yes it's called procreate and it's sorry go ahead yeah it's an uh, yeah it's an app uh, for the iPad mm-hmm. and you it's an illustration app that you can use just with the pen to illustrate uh, digitally. Okay, great. And is that something that is just uh um covered by Apple or even if somebody who's a Windows user can they use that particular app? Um I think it's just an iPad app for now. Okay, okay. So so it's not covered by Windows or any other um Companies. I don't think so, okay. but I'm not really sure. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. And um, um, yeah, sorry. And for those of for those who are listening and they want a career change, what should they do? Especially when they're kind of struggling right now with their career. Those who have either been uh, laid off, lost their jobs. What do you think they should do at this point? Especially, um, you know those who are looking to get into the world of uh, digital design? Um, so I guess at this point, uh, one of the advice that I would give everybody listening is that you have to see what your past experience and career has been like. Mm-hmm. And then you have to see if you can do some sort of skill building around that area. Because very recently, I did a course, as I mentioned, in UX and UI design. And uh, when I was looking for jobs in Toronto, I realized that most of the content jobs or the design jobs that I was looking at, every job requirement said that it will be nice to have a knowledge of UX and UI. Definitely. But UX and UI is something that just came up very recently in the last three, four years. Yeah. So there is no way for somebody like you or me who graduated 10 years ago uh, would even know that this would happen, right? Yeah. So the market will definitely get very competitive and it'll be nice for people to have some sort of updated skills on their profiles and resumes. And I also think that uh, this whole quarantine time and lockdown time is a good way of looking at it. And by no means, I feel that the quarantine time should be very, very productive. And I don't think people should have pressure on them to, you know, uh, learn something new or do something with their lives. I definitely believe that if you really want to take it slow and you if you just want to relax and take it easy because it's a difficult time for everyone mm-hmm. you can totally do that but at the same time if you can use this time also for some sort of skill building looking at your career and also looking at the job market it it's it's a good uh resource to have right and what were like some of your success and struggles that you had um that you had to face during your career path? Um, I think the successes were many uh, because I went to some really great schools and I worked with some really great companies and I have had the privilege or the opportunity to be in different countries and interact with a lot of different people mm-hmm. and um, you know, have a career which is all over the world. So personally, I think it was a very growing experience for me. 
and uh, I learned a lot. I traveled a lot. I looked at a lot of places. I made friends all over the world. I have worked in different cultures. So I think personally, that was a very fruitful experience. Right. Uh, in terms of struggles, I feel that every time you move to a new country, looking for a job there is tough. Yes, definitely. Relocating is tough. Yeah. Putting your, you know, like packing up everything and relocating to a new house, to a new career, to a new culture is tough. And every time you know, move to a new country, you always have different set of rules. You have different hiring processes. You have different expectations in the job market. Yeah. So adapting to that again and again was. I think something that just came up a lot of times in my career and those were one of the struggles that I kept on. Right. You know, and I think yeah, and I also think like struggles are important to grow in life and without the struggles it's really hard to kind of adapt, not even adapt but like oversee what your strengths are um you know to even inspire you because a lot of our struggles becomes our inspiration and our and transforms into strength right yeah i i totally believe in what you're saying without struggles you wouldn't even push yourself to learn something new you wouldn't even push yourself to get out of your comfort zone of what you're doing i know people who are so comfortable in their careers for a really long time yeah. that they haven't like really gone out and see that how much the world is changing on an everyday basis and i think once you start struggling in your job uh, or struggling in a situation and it pushes you to learn something new which is also you know a blessing in disguise absolutely now what were some things that inspired you along the way uh i think a few things that really really inspired me was different countries okay a lot of travel <laughs> meeting a lot of new people who yeah. had crazy level of new skills mm-hmm. and generally understanding what culture is like and how Toronto is very different from living in the states is very different from working and living in India and mm-hmm. you know, how whole culture of product is very different from India as compared to Bangladesh or uh, how London was right so i think one of my biggest inspirations has just been these places and all these multicultural experiences that i've had the best things in life um, come with a little bit of risk and a career change is always a jump that you have to take like it's literally like a leap of faith that you do in your career right right and as i said the world is changing really really fast and for all those people who have been rethinking their decision of a career ch- career change i would say from my experience i totally go for it mm-hmm. and at least give it a try right i know a lot of people that it has worked out wonderfully for them i know a lot of people who have learned from the experience i know a lot of people who tried it and it didn't work out and they learned something new altogether from that experience mm-hmm. so with the way the world is moving like who knew the pandemic would happen who knew right. the world would shut down like that yeah. who knew Just we won't be taking flights all of a sudden right? yeah <laughs> exactly so uh, the way we don't know so many things about the climate or what's happening with our lives in general uh, in 2020 you can take a few risks with your career as well and you can always do a lot, little bit of skill building you can always learn new softwares nobody is stopping you from it and there are there is so much on the internet available these days there are tutorials on youtube there are so many free workshops like um, what you just go to like 
sorry, like, can you give us a, an example, like what, uh, or references, what websites should they refer to or look at what sites? Uh, so, uh, you can definitely go on medium and read articles about your industry right mm -hmm. you can always look for a master class master class has a lot of project uh, has a lot of workshops going on uh, you can always go on skillshare for that matter and you can look at different uh, classes that are being offered on skillshare you can always go on linkedin and do like a little bit of hashtag search and see what professionals are in, in the area talking about there are these free webinars that are happening in every industry i think it's more of how updated you're keeping yourself yes. you just have to put yourself a little out there you yeah. just have to make sure that you are using the internet as a resource to find out as much in your field as possible uh, there's always youtube there's always like a search bar on google you can always go and see if you can find a few tutorial uh, a free tutorial for you know an app that you want to learn or a software that you want to learn you can always go in the help section of let's say photoshop or procreate or you know adobe sketch uh, and you can always learn the software yourself there's no there's nobody who's stopping you to learn the digital world and i think the more you're out there the more you're doing and learning through your hard work yeah the more you will learn uh, the more you will learn I, I really think that you don't really have to wait for a teacher to come and tell you that okay this is the right <laughs> way of doing it or i'm gonna sit and teach you this. Yeah. um the internet is a huge 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 ball of resource right now definitely and you can just go out there and you can just try out new things and honestly very very honestly even if you fail it's okay yes it's okay exactly. people all over the world are trying out new things people all over the world are trying out new things with their career with their lives and nobody is sitting there to judge you and uh what skills do you think somebody should have especially if they want to tap into the digital world what should they already have so it just makes the process a bit more easier I think a few skills that you should already have are you should be coming from a design background and if you're not from a design background yeah. uh, I want to tell people that nothing is stopping you you can always learn design as I said online mm -hmm. uh, through classes or through a workshop or through a webinar you can always take a course in design thinking you can always take up these short courses or boot camps in design process you can always learn these things but if you do come from a design background and if you do have a knowledge of do of creating design through hand it's definitely a plus because then you just have to learn how to do it digitally right on a software perfect and, um right so i also remember you telling me that you recently completed your ux and ui design so you are now certified um digital designer if that's what you call it um where did you get your certification from and how did you go about doing that so i did a three-month bootcamp uh bootcamp diploma with brain station design academy it's based out of canada i did it in toronto but there's another campus in vancouver and they're opening up soon a campus in new york i heard mm -hmm. so it's definitely a very aggressive course but because of the whole lockdown situation uh, my course from a full-time on-campus thing was moved to a remote 
opportunity that we had and now i think they will be looking at more online remote courses as well to move forward so it's definitely an opportunity for a lot of people to look at these courses it was uh, very intense but at the same time it was a great learning experience and um, yes a lot of uh, good the education a lot of good feedback a lot of right. good mentorship came out of it and i feel i'm industry ready amazing good um well congratulations um it's definitely not easy you know um especially kind of doing the whole boot camp virtually because sometimes we need to be around people we need to be able to um get that support and guidance right um that we don't often get virtually so definitely hats off to you for um doing this full time for three months and can people do this part time as well um if they have other work that they're doing um can this be done part time with brain station yes uh yes it can be uh, done part time they have uh short courses part time which are more evening and they're meant for people who have day jobs so yes there's a lot of opportunity in part time as well okay great now where do you think our future is headed in the digital world i think digitally the world is moving way faster and right. i think the whole uh, pandemic has proved it because uh, you know how all these memes are going around where that meeting could have been just an email for per se right mm-hmm. so and how we always thought that we have to be in an office space to finish up something but then a lot of people are working from home and they are being equally productive or more productive also in the case of some companies right so i feel that the pandemic has proved that digitally the world is connected in a much bigger way than we anticipated it was and uh, a lot of things will move online a lot of things will move digital a lot of uh, brands and a lot of design um, ventures will be thinking about how to adapt digitally either through a mobile app or through a website or through an instagram account or how to say how to turn their sales from just walk-ins to you know uh, to a more of a digital opportunity so there's a lot going on there a lot right. of brands are and also um yeah and i also feel that the world is also becoming very sustainable in terms of pollution environment you know you're not using that much of um your car anymore to to go to work and the rent on office so i think all of definitely. that is yeah and i think all of that is definitely uh to really consider um you know so you're definitely becoming a bit more eco-friendly and more sustainable yeah i agree with you on that uh, digital has its own pros and cons and definitely. i think it has a lot of pros and people are pivoting and companies are looking at how to use the digital future in a much more beneficial way for the planet as well absolutely and just closing off this podcast i would like to ask you what impact would you like to make in this world um i want to make good design and i want to make design which helps solve people's problems and i look at design very passionately and i feel that the kind of impact that i want to leave leave is that i really want to bring about certain changes those changes could be like really really small um i have been a design faculty in the last 2 years and 
uh, I have worked with the Gen Zs and I have worked with uh, a lot of new ideas and a lot of new inspiration. What is Gen Z? Sorry, uh, for those of you, for those of who don't know what that is. Uh, so they are a generation which is between 18 to 25, uh, born in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. And yeah, right now enrolled in universities. Okay, great. What impact would you like to make in this world? I think the kind of impact that I want to leave is I really want to make a difference. And I and what difference that is that? Has to be like really... Yeah, I wouldn't say that the difference is really huge. Uh, small differences in terms of design, in terms of uh, creating solutions that really help solve people's problems, that, you know, makes our lives better. It would be like a sustainable solution. It would be a simple design solution, um, you know, to get uh, the world back in place. Right. Uh, I really want to think about, you know, what kind of world we are leaving behind for our children and I if I can contribute in a positive way in that journey. Perfect. No, that's amazing. It was really, really exciting to catch up with you after such a long time and also share my journey and talk to people about how the future is definitely digital as I see it. So yes, it was an exciting conversation. Thank you a lot. Wow, that was a lot of information. Thank you so much once again, Shraddha, for sharing your views and knowledge with the world and if you are looking to start a new career in the digital world I hope this podcast helps you get started with your journey and I would definitely recommend following her for more updates and insights on the world of digital design. I hope you have a wonderful week and see you next time. Bye now!